Do you know that from your position, you can change a situation? Do you also know that you are the master over the created world and that you are meant to rule over everything God has made? Listen carefully to Pastor Shedmo Baji as he brings to you with simplicity and clarity the message of the new creation realities in Christ Jesus. Be blessed as you listen. Amen. Father, we are grateful. We just thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. We thank you for the love with which you've loved us. Ever before the world began, you called us by name. And you received us and loved us. And made it possible for us to be made manifest in time. So that in time, as much as in eternity, we can worship you and praise you and exalt you and show forth your goodness and show forth your marvelous works. We give you praise. We give you glory. Be thou exalted, Lord, in the name of Jesus. He says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. He says, Now are we the sons of God. We thank you for, you have made us sons. You have made us your very own children to worship you, to love you. And you have made us the object of your love. We thank you. We give you praise. This very day, Heavenly Father, we ask, Lord, that you will communicate to us simply and effectively your love through your word. Communicate your understanding to us, the light of you to us through your word in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Please, you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. All right, she had a testimony. When she was giving her testimony, she felt a vow before the Lord was to roll down. Amen. When people make personal vows, I don't interrupt them. So far, it will not interrupt the order of service, and it's not contrary to God's word. Amen. Praise God. Please, you are free to roll down as many times as you made vows. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. All right, lift up your hands and bless God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, 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 amen, praise God, hallelujah, glory to God, amen, I said amen, amen. all right, we want to consider something today that the Holy Spirit impressed on my heart right at the prayer meeting this morning, amen, you know, I always pre-meditate every service, I always pre-conclude every service in a place of prayer and then I search through my spirit and scan through if there's anything that must be fixed before the service because I believe the spiritual controls the physical. 
Amen. If it is done there, then this is the VDU of life. The physical is the VDU. Whatever is happening in the system, in the CPU, will be displayed on the visual display unit. Amen. So um, the physical is just at the mercy of the spiritual. So um, I had been premeditating this service and then praying and thinking and meditating. All right. Um, but the Lord didn't say anything to me about what to share this morning, and I was not afraid. Amen. <laughs> I was not afraid because my people shall not be ashamed. Amen. So um, I just trusted him. The word says to trust in the Lord told and heart and lean not on your own understanding. So I was just looking up to him and say, Father, I know that I'm not a lazy man. I have studied your word. I do study your word. I do meditate on your word constantly. But I don't want to teach something that I prepared three years ago and just feel like, okay, this is what the church needs. It's your church. I am your representative. I am your messenger. I am a vessel. You know what they need. So you tell me and I will tell them. That's all. Amen. And then as we were praying, it just came into my heart. Share with my people on the ministry of the word of God. I mean, it, it was so clear. It was so clear. Oh, how, how audible God speaks. Of course, if God says to share anything in any area, amen, a man of God must be thoroughly furnished, ready for every good work that God wants to do through him. So I'm, I'm prepared. Praise God. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit is strong in me. There's a covenant he's made with me that his words will not depart from my lips and his spirit will not depart from off me because that is his word. Amen. The ministry of the word of God. If you read through scriptures, you'll find out that there are different symbols used for the word of God just to paint a picture of the work of God's word, the ministry of God's word, the work. In other words, the function of the word of God. Praise God. Um, there are different symbols. The first one I want to pick here by the Spirit of God is that the word of God is likened unto a seed. Is likened unto a seed. 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 In Luke 8 and verse 11, Jesus explained the parable of the sower to his disciples. He told them, he said, now this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. And then in 1 Peter 1, 23, it is clear from there that we were born again, not of the corruptible seed of tradition and the cultures of men, but of the incorruptible seed of God's word. Hallelujah. It tells you that the word of God is the incorruptible seed. But before we go to that level, I would like for us to consider first and foremost what a seed is. The power inherent in a seed. Hallelujah. Now, every seed can only produce after they are planted. 
That means the seed must be planted first and foremost for the seed to produce. That means the seed cannot produce by itself without being planted. Now, please understand that. The second thing about a seed is that every seed is soil selective. Every seed is soil selective. That means you can't just take any seed and just plant the seed anywhere and expect the seed to grow. For some seeds, they would do well in humus soil. For some, they do well in clay soil. For some, they would do well in a sandy soil. So you have to locate the right soil that will be the environment to promote every potential in that seed. Praise God. The third thing about a seed you have to understand is that a seed is everything it could be. A seed is everything it could be. Now, notice I didn't say everything it can be. It could be. All the possibilities there are for a seed is in that seed. The future of a seed is in the seed. Everything possible the seed can be is in the seed. Praise God. That means that every seed is pregnant with countless unlimited possibilities of its own kind. Are you listening to me? Of its own kind. Praise God. That means the seed will produce of its own kind. Glory to God. Please don't forget that. A mango seed will produce a mango fruit. An orange seed will produce an orange fruit. A cashew, cashew uh, seed will produce a cashew fruit. Every seed will produce of its own kind. Praise God. Amen. I said amen. amen. The future of every seed must be facilitated by a cultivator. Seeds sown of their, of, of, by themselves or sown by someone else without cultivating it cannot release all the potentials and all the possibilities of that seed. That means the seed must go beyond just being planted. The seed must be cultivated. Hallelujah. And when the seed is cultivated, then all the possibilities inherent in that seed can be made manifest. Please, I'm sharing on a general level now. I'm sharing on a general level now so that we can bring that into the fact that the word of God is the seed, the incorruptible seed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I said amen. Every seed has the ability to reproduce itself. Every seed has the ability inherent in itself to reproduce itself. That means a seed can produce a seed and even much more. Hallelujah. A seed can produce a seed and even much more. A seed can produce a seed and even much more. Glory to God. Now, it tells us here that 
when Jesus was sharing the parable of the sower with his disciples, and then he told them that in Luke 8 and verse 11 that the seed is the word of God. He was likening the word of God to a seed. That means the word of God in our lives will produce the same way a seed produces. If I want to see what a seed carries, I want to see the latent potentials in the seed. I want to see how much a seed can offer. I have to plant the seed. Right? That means God's word in the Bible will do you no good. If it's there in the Bible, it will not help you. It's just like, you know, expecting um, a harvest of um, orange or oranges, as the case may be, uh, without planting an orange seed. Praise God. See that? So that means for us to see the possibilities and potentials inherent in any seed, that seed must be planted. That means the word of God must leave the pages of the Bible and then get into your heart. Notice when he was talking about the different soils, he likened them, you know, to those soils. He likened them to, he likened people to those soils. In other words, he showed that the soil that was the roadside and the soil that was the thorny ground and the soil that was the rocky ground and the soil that was the good ground, he likened them to people who heard the word of God. So that means the sowing of God's word is by hearing. You plant God's word into you, your heart, that is the soil. You plant God's word in there by hearing it. The sower went to sow seeds. He says some fell on the wayside, some fell on thorny ground, some on you know, uh, rocky grounds, and some on good ground. He said those that had the seed on the wayside are those who heard the word of God, and because they did not understand it, he said, the enemy came. The devil came instantly and snatched that word away from them. So that means the seed is sown by hearing. Hearing. Little wonder the Bible says in 10, Romans 10 and verse 17, So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Without hearing the word of God, the word of God cannot be sown. If you want God's word concerning prosperity to be sown into your heart, you must hear the word of prosperity. If you want God's word concerning healing to be sown into your life, you must hear God's word concerning healing. If you want God's word, God's, um, you want God's word concerning um, family life, health, family health sown into your life, then you must hear God's word concerning family health. Glory to God. So the kind of word you hear part time will determine the kind of results you produce. If you want prosperity, then gather the seeds of prosperity from the pages of the Bible. That is the seed bank. And then you begin to speak it to yourself. You get books, you get tips, and you begin to hear. That's how the word of God is sown into your heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we see that the word of God is the incorruptible seed. It is sown by hearing or through hearing. Glory to God. Amen. Now, the very moment the seed is sown, you cannot leave the seed to itself. If you do, it will not produce at its best. For you to 
have the seed, release all that it has to offer, the seed must be cultivated. The seed must be cultivated because there are things around seeking that same life, seeking that same space, seeking that same um, um, opportunity. The seed is God. Praise God. They are called weeds, unwanted plants. They are called weeds. All right? Praise God. <laughs> now, Jesus called them thorns. Thorns. Thorny plants. In other words, the thorns will seek to squeeze the seed. The seed can produce when it is sown. The rate of production is a function of how best the soil is and how much cultivation or attention is given to the seed. The seed, without being sown, cannot produce. When the seed is sown, it begins to produce. When it sprouts out of the soil, it is still the seed. When it grows up to become a tree, it is still the seed. So that means the seed can be in different forms and states. Are you listening to me? Yeah. There is the seed in the Bible. It cannot produce in your life until you get it in. There is a seed as a seedling. All right? There is a seed as a seedling. There is a seed as a mature crop or a mature tree. And then there is the seed as an established tree producing consistently. Praise God. So that means the word of God can be sown in our heart and then nurtured consciously until it is established in our heart and it takes roots downwards and then it begins to bear fruit upwards. One word from God can produce throughout your entire generation. Just one word. Amen. God says something to Abraham and that very thing, you know, came on Isaac and that very thing came on Jacob and that very thing came on Israel, and that very thing covered all the Jews, all through, all over the world. In Jerusalem, in Germany, in Italy, in the United States, that same word is still producing. Now think about the distance in terms of years. How many years ago God said that to one man, you know, if you study Isaiah 51, he said, those who seek after righteousness should look unto Abraham. He said, he called him alone and he blessed him and increased him. He called him alone by his word and then he increased him and he increased him and increased him. So God's word has the capacity to produce all through your generation. Let me put it in contemporary terms. There is no expiry date to God's word. Amen. There's no expiry date. If it's working for you to work for your kids, 
If it's working for you, it will work for your children and your children's children. If it's working for you now, it will work for your children's children's children. It will work for your great, great, great grandchildren. Hallelujah. Because it's God's word. Praise God. That means God's word can be received and then kept and then sown and then nurtured, watered, cultivated. And then it is established, it grows, and it begins to produce after its own kind. Glory to God. Amen. I said amen. Now, I looked at the Copelands. Kenneth Copeland. And then I looked at Gloria and Kenneth Copeland. And then I saw his son. And then I saw his grandson. <laughs> I mean, you will see the blessing is strong. And it's becoming stronger. Down the line, it's becoming stronger. All right? That is how strong God's word can be. What you are listening to right now can be received and then sown and then cultivated and it will bless you and increase you and it will increase your children and it will increase your children's children and your great, great, great grandchildren down the line. And one thing with God's word is down the line, it goes as it goes down the line, it becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. Praise the Lord. How does God give us heritage in God's kingdom? How does he give you your inheritance? Amen. By the word. Let's only say by the word. Yeah. Acts of the Apostles chapter 20 and verse 32. The Bible says, Paul speaking to the elders in Ephesus. He said, now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance amongst those who are sanctified. That means the word of God can give you an inheritance. You see that? God's word can give you an inheritance. I remember before 1994 that I met with the word of healing and health. I was so sickly. I was just like into me. Praise God. <laughs> Every weekend I fell sick before then. Every weekend I fell sick. I fell sick and I kept falling sick. But on that beautiful morning, a beloved one brought one of Kenneth Egan's books to me. And he said, have you read this? I said, no. So I flipped through and I was captivated. I was caught up in that revelation. And as I began to flip through, I saw that it was God's plan for me to walk in health. And when I saw that, I said, Lord, that's what I want. And then I heard the Spirit of God clearly. He says, take it. Amen. And I took it that day. I received that word into my heart. All right? The following week, it was a weekly thing. The following week, I still fell sick because the word was just in seed form or seedling. At that time, boy, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mind. I knew the word was God was growing. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> all right. Then the following month, all right, I still felt feverish a little bit. But the word of God had been sown. 
and I knew it, and I received that word. I knew when I received that word into my heart. I knew when I heard it by revelation, and I knew when I took it in. I knew when it was sown, and I knew it's my responsibility to cultivate that word and give attention to that word and refuse to allow thorns, the cares of this world, deceitfulness of riches. Those things are thorny. Amen. Praise God. I knew it. And then the following month, I became stronger and stronger. The word of God had been sown and it began to take roots downwards. I received just three scriptures, just three scriptures from that same small book. Three scriptures, 1 Peter 2.24, Matthew 8.17, Isaiah 53 from verse 1 down to 5. Those scriptures blessed me. Amen. Glory to God. I can quote those scriptures any day, any time. I, I put the word of God before me. I began to cultivate it. Listen very carefully. The word is sown through hearing or by hearing. You hear God's word, it is sown. You cultivate God's word via constant confession of God's word and constant refusal to allow any contrary thought imagination, act, mindset, concept to hinder that word in your heart. Amen? I received that word constantly. I'm the healed of the Lord. First Peter 2.25, I'll quote it again. Right there on the tree, he took upon himself my sin and my sickness. By his stripes have been made whole. I was made whole. I have been made whole. I am whole. I began to say that consistently. Irrespective of what I was feeling. You see, if you give your feelings a uh, any form of attention, you know what's going to happen? They will hinder the word of God that has been sown in your heart. And that's why some people don't know. They feel like, well, let me, be, let me express my feeling. Listen, if you express your feeling, all right, the word of God will not be expressed. You cannot express your feeling and have God's word be expressed in you. Listen very carefully. God has given you the privilege to hear his word so that his word can be sown into your heart. And having had the word of God sown in you, it is your responsibility to cultivate that word unto fusion. And then I began to say that 1994 till date, oh, glory to God, that word is so formed in me. I know what I'm saying. That word is so, is there. (laughs) is here. It's so formed in me. I know it with all of my heart that by his stripes I've been made whole. It's not just a seedling anymore. This is an established tree producing fruits of health. And since then, 1994 till date, I've not tasted any drug. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. His son is there. By his stripes I've been made whole. Hallelujah. Sometimes people wonder, where does he get his strength from? Wakes up in the morning and then he's so strong. Where is that strength coming from? He's coming from the word that has been sown in me. And that's why do not despise the opportunity of receiving God's word. A time will come in your life, God will give you an opportunity to receive his word. What you do with that word thereafter will determine your strength and your outcomes in life. The word of God is that incorruptible seed. Glory to God. You understand how to make babies. All right? The seed is sown into the woman. 
All right, but you know the seed will not become the baby overnight. But it's sown. It has to be kept. It has to be nurtured. All right, there are kinds of exercises that the woman cannot engage in. True or false? Uh huh. There are some kind of food that she cannot eat because the baby, because of the baby. And so she keeps that baby for nine months, and then the baby is born. But it began with a seed. It began with a seed. It began with a seed. One night somewhere, one afternoon, something happened. A seed was sown. And that was it. And that's the way it happens too. One day in church, one word came. Someone dropped a book with you. Somebody said something out of scriptures. And it struck you. And that was the beginning of it. You went back home. You reconsidered it. You thought about it, you received it, you thank God for it, and then you kept it in your heart. You treasured it. You heard things contrary, uh, not in this life. It's not possible, you know. Even the strongest of the strongest of the strongest, they fall sick and all that and say, that's true. When you say that, that's true. You admit something contrary to the seed that has been sown, all right? The seedling is uprooted. Praise God. So when I saw that, I began to confess God's word. In, in the bathroom, I will confess God's word. On, you know, in the shower, I will confess God's word. On the WC, I will confess God's word. I received that. Lord, it's mine. I thank you for it. It's mine. I thank you for it. It's mine. I began to do that consistently. And then I began to study around that same word. And I saw that I need to walk in love consistently. It's not optional for me to stay healthy. Wow, I saw it. And then I said, Lord, from henceforth, I forgive in advance. Everybody that would offend me from henceforth, I forgive in advance. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I saw it in God's word. And then I began to cultivate that seed. It's so established now. Amen. I said amen. amen. I, I, I was looking at it. All throughout last year and the year before, all right, I could count months. I think there was one year, that was um, 2010, I believe. I could count months. There was no slight headache. Amen. And at times, I felt a slight headache and I just hit my head this way. I'm healed. I'm healed. That was all I needed to say. I'm the healed of the Lord. Now someone says, well, can I do that too? I'm, I'm, I'm healed. I'm healed. The word of God has to be sown. Hello. Now I always tell people <laughs> that we're in church, you know, sitting down together. We're not on the same level. All right? You don't know what I do in my closet. <laughs> so that's why I'm sharing what I do in my closet with you. <laughs> so that we can flow together. You get God's word in. Amen. And when, is, when it is in, it might not be producing fruits yet. Never mind. Keep cultivating it. You see, don't give up on God's word. Amen. Amen. You don't say, well, my wife, come here. And then let me sow my seed. And then you sow your seed and then you look at the tummy. Ah, your tummy is not yet out. No, it can't come out overnight. It takes time. The tummy will come out, 
but it takes time for you to see that baby. All right? You have to cultivate that seed that was sown. You take that word and you keep it and keep confessing. Even when you feel the weakness, never mind. Oh, Father, I thank you for your word. It's been sown in my heart. By the stripes of Jesus, I have been made whole. Himself took my infirmities. He bore my sicknesses. Father, I thank you because Jesus Christ was bruised from my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with his stripes, I have been made whole. Thank you, Lord God, for the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me. He that raised Christ from the dead quickens my mortal body. Father, I thank you. You are making confessions that way. The word of God is being called motivated all right don't allow grudges don't allow malice don't allow unforgiveness they will choke the word be smart sometimes people think you are stupid i say ah you just forgive him so quick i say thank you yeah i had to do it so quick that quick because i understand the importance of forgiveness walking in love it makes room for god's word to be established in you. It makes room for God's word to be rooted and grounded in you. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then in 2002, I found the word of prosperity. Amen. As a young man seeking establishment, was done with school and service. I mean, 2002, yeah, yeah, towards the latter part. And then I needed... God to establish me as a young man. And I looked up to him. I said, Lord, they looked up, up unto you and they were lightened. And their faces were not ashamed. Lord, how do I go about this? I began to fast. I began to pray. I began to study God's word. I locked up myself in a little room, all right, in Abuja. While I was doing that, I found the word of prosperity. <laughs> Boy, I found it. <laughs> when I found that word, oh, my heart rejoiced. Wow. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And they became the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. For I'm called by the name, oh, Lord God of hosts. Listen, I found that word, and when I found it, I began to say, wow. I found it in Matthew 6 and verse 33. I found it in Luke 6 and verse 38, I found it, I found it, I found it. And then it was sown in my heart. Glory to God. And then I came to 2 Corinthians 8 and 2 Corinthians 9. Oh, I found that word. Amen. I think I had, I think about two or three complete dresses all right i gave out two i had just one left because i found it with joy <laughs> i was dancing <laughs> amen man i found it i found it i didn't see the result immediately all right, but I kept confessing, Father, I thank you because I'm on the giving side of life. Father, I thank you because I'm a giver 24-7. Thank you because your word is sown in my heart. I prosper from inside out. And in no time, the world will see this prosperity. Everywhere I go, it will, show, it will surface. It will show face. And then I began to water it. And I say, ah, this country is hard. Nobody is making it. That's not for me. All right? 
What do you think about it? All right? I'm the prosperous one of God. There's a mandate on me to produce. I have been blessed with an irreversible blessing to go forward and produce fruits, and my fruits will abide. Amen? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. My shoes were inclined at a critical angle. Amen? I kept making noise all around. I'm the blessed of the Lord. Glory to God. And then people looked at me and said, who is talking? All right? The word was sown. All right? I said, I give in thousands. I give in millions. I give in thousands. I give in millions. I kept making noise that way. I give in thousands. I give in millions. I give in millions. Thank you, Father. When I was saying that, I knew what I was saying. The word had been sown in my heart. I said, I lend to nations. I do not borrow. I give, I give, and I keep giving. And at that time, I didn't have a dime in my bank account. A young man was seeking establishment. But I found that word. And then I began to water that word in my heart. Praise God. I began to speak words. I began to renew my mind to that word. Every contrary thought, I kicked it out. Angrily. Amen. <laughs> Angrily, I kicked out that thought. Every slight thought in my background, everything that said prosperity is not good, if you want to make heaven, all right, just have just enough for yourself. The prayer of Ago. I stopped praying that prayer. You know Ago in scriptures and Proverbs? Lord, give me just enough for myself so that I will not sin against you. All right, I stopped praying the prayer of Ago. Because You know, so I just stopped it instantly. I said, Lord, I lend to nations. I am the blessed of God. I put that word in my mouth. I began to say it. I began to thank God for prosperity. Amen. And then I began to see the fulfillment. I desire above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. You see, there was a joy of prosperity in me first. Not based on things, based on God's word. It was there. I was, sometimes I wake up in the morning, I would just reach <laughs> out as though I just hit one powerful jackpot. I mean, it was just like that. Pam, 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 pam. Joy in my heart of prosperity. It began to produce that joy, and I began to thank God for it. Oh, thank you, Father, for it. And then, months after, I began to see the physical manifestation. Doors started opening. Amen. One morning, I was meditating, and the Lord sat me down. He said, son, I want to teach you something that is not in literature. A procurement method that is not in literature. He said, you will sell that idea to social person and so person. And then he taught me, I wrote them down. All right? And I called the person, I said, do you know we can build your house this way and all that, and you don't have to go through that stress and this stress, blah, blah, blah. He said, really? I said, yeah. He said, see me in my office. So I saw him. Amen. And we got, <laughs> can you imagine, a mini estate to construct in Abuja. Praise God. He teaches your hand to prosper. He began to teach me. You see, the word of God in you will begin to talk. Will begin to instruct you. Because it has been sown here. It begin to talk, begin to instruct you. This is how to talk. No, no, don't talk that way. The word of God is now formed on the inside of you. Amen? Praise God. And, and that was it. And then other doors door started opening, and since then, beloved, since then, beloved, amen, I have not had any problem with money. Whatever I want, I call it. Ten million naira, I call it. 
and I pray about it, money was not an issue from that day. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. And thank God when I said then, I'm saying now, I've been giving in millions. Sometimes in a month I give in millions. I won't tell you the amount. Glory to God. So it's from church money. I'm not a signatory to church account. Amen. Pastor Busola, the tithe account, am I a signatory to it? I don't need church money at this level. I'm blessed. <laughs> Glory to God. When church started, I didn't need it. I didn't come to Lagos because of the tithes of God's precious people. <laughs> tithes. <laughs> All right. I came because God sent me here. And I love to share God's word with God's precious people. Glory to God. Amen. It will surprise you. Since Lagos just started here, I have not taken one naira like this from Titan offering. Can you imagine? When I transport myself here to and fro regularly, and I stay in an hotel. <laughs> Praise God. So if I came because of the money, pastors would have seen that this man, you know, you know, praise God. Now, I'm telling you something here that, look, God can, pro it starts with the word. He says the kingdom of God is likened unto a sower. God's influence and dominion begins with the word. Amen. It begins with the word of God sown into your heart. Listen, do something with God's word that you're listening to. Get it in and nurture it consciously. Consciously. Kick out the weeds. You know, there was a beloved one that was sharing with me. He said, you know, someone offended her. And then for like almost six months, she has not forg forgiven the person. I said, what have you been doing with your life for six months? Amen. For six months, what have you been doing with your life? Are you not thinking about progress in life? You carry this one in your heart, another one in your heart and all that. You'll be so heavy, you can't run. You can't even fly. Amen. And then, do you know the word of God is producing, the word of prosperity in me now is producing fruits of favor. What I'm enjoying now is favor beyond, I'm enjoying favor. When you talk about favor, it's flowing like a stream. Now, how do you make that happen in your life? Get the word in. Don't be ashamed of God's word. Let it be sown in, in your heart. Praise God. Sow it in there. Receive it with thanksgiving. Be glad. Rejoice. And keep that word. Keep that word. Let your thoughts be in line. Your action be in line. You might not have seen anything in the physical. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Put that word in view. Look at it 24-7. Consider it consistently. Then when it is sown in your heart and it is established, it will begin to produce after its own kind. Praise the Lord. It will produce after its own kind. You know, God says, when God says, give social persons also thing, I don't even think twice. Instantly I do it. Why? Because <laughs> there's nobody that can receive anything 
except it be given from above, right? You just give it out instant. I became a natural giver when I received that word. I got more interested in giving than receiving. I got so interested in it, I began to rejoice and say, Oh God, thank you for this privilege. I will give and I will escape. I wouldn't want anybody to say thank you to me. Why? Because I want that thank you to come from God. Amen. I began to give. I began to tithe. All right? I don't know what you call this. When you tithe more than tithe, what is it called? Yeah? <laughs> tithe is 10%, right? When you tithe more than tithe, what is it called? Uh, I started tithing, and now I don't tithe. I tithe more than tithe. Amen. Even when I did not have enough, so to speak, I began to give with joy. With all of my heart, I began to rejoice in giving. Any opportunity to be a blessing, I saw it. Oh, Father, thank you for this opportunity. I began to do that. And then God began to prosper my reasoning. I began to think straight. Amen. Listen very carefully. It is not hard to prosper financially. One idea from God can make you rich overnight. Just one. Kira kita odola. Do you understand that? Just one. One idea from God. God will just tell you, this thing you have been trying to bother your head with, why, why not do it this way? And you just do it that way. And you'll be so surprised. Things will just open up and you feel like, I should have done it that way. All right. They know not, neither do they understand. But God is teaching you right now to bring you to that place of knowledge. That it's not by power nor by mind, but by my spirit, said the Lord. Receive his word, I pray thee. You know, I, I like the scriptures, Proverbs 4 and verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ears to my saints. Do not let them depart from thine eyes. Keep them where? In the midst of thine heart for their life. That's how you begin to live. Their life to those who find them. And health to all their flesh. From the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Amen. Many people in church don't really treasure God's word. That's the reason we, you see a lot of things in church that are not consistent with the nature of God. Because if you receive the ministry of God's word, God's word will fix you and strengthen you out. God has given us his word to live by. Are you listening to me? God's word is given to us to live by. God's word trains us for success in life. It's a seed. You receive that seed, and then you treasure it. Keep God's word. Hey, hey, treasure God's word. It will make so much out of you that you have never dreamt of. You've never dreamt about it. It will make so much out of you. It will bring it out. All eyes will see it, that indeed God's word is producing. Glory to God. Amen. I said amen. In 2007, towards the latter part of 2007, we're believing God for increase in membership. All right? And then I was praying. You know, it starts with seeking out God's word. 
you know it is the word I'll produce. So <laughs> it's not by power or by mind, but by my spirit. So I just sat down and I was praying, searching out God's word. And the Lord said three things. The seed, the sower, and the soil. Those are the basic components of God's kingdom. The seed, the sower, and the soil. Ah, I saw it. I said, He said, never teach anything that you think it is right. Teach what you know is right. Never think any, teach anything that you think is right. Teach what you know is right. Oh, I saw that I, there were times I taught things I thought was right or were right. But now I began to search through scriptures and I know that this is what God has said. And I pull it out and I, I brought it out. I taught. I began to teach the word. For there to be increased, the word must be taught. And then I saw the difference between the word and the Bible. All right, there's the Bible and there's the word. It's not everything you say out of the Bible that is the word of God. Oh, I saw it. Now, what's the difference? Jesus is the living word. It must stem out of what he's done for us, who we are in him. And then I began to see, oh, wow, 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 wow. And then he said, the sower, your motive must be right. Because if the, the, the sower is the one sowing the word, the seed. And if the motive is wrong, you will not sow. There are pastors that are grieved. There are pastors that are angry. Because they had wrong motives that people will bring so much tithe and then they'll be fine. And then they were disappointed. So they're angry. Pastors who will stand and be cursing church members. You don't tithe. Hey, God will punish you. All right? Now, that kind of a mindset will never produce the word of God. So God said, keep your heart right. Keep your heart right. Keep your heart right. And then the soil. He says, maintain an atmosphere of love in the house and an atmosphere of worship. He said there will be growth. We started those things. Pam, 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 pam. Amen. And we saw remarkable increase. Glory to God. Amen. I said amen. And that has been sown. Now watch out. In no time, you will see what God is doing here. He's already concluded it. This place is too straight for us. Amen? This place is too straight for us. Yeah? When I sit down to meditate on God's word, I know it's another opportunity to fellowship with him. It's another opportunity to move to the next level. Hello? It's a seed zone. What are you going to do with God's seed sown into your heart? Amen? I said amen. Husbands dwell with them according to what? Knowledge. You know, before, before now, my wife and I used to argue a lot. 
I would say, no, I don't think we should. Say, no, we should do it this way and all that, you know. So, and then I would argue, I'll prove this. And so one day, the Lord said to me, I said, look, this, for how long will you be arguing? <laughs> These are minor, minor things. That's the way she sees it. All right? So far, it's not a basic thing. Let her do it that way. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. I said amen. I like wearing black skirts. I said, no, you must wear blue. And all this, let her wear a black skirt. Amen? And leave that alone. Life is more important than black skirts. Think about your future and God's plan for you. And just press on. Amen? It's not basic. Hello? It's not basic. <laughs> so dwell with them according to knowledge. So when I go out and they present something before me, I just take a little bit of it. Why? My wife has prepared something at home. Having been in the kitchen for like maybe two or three hours, and then you now come and say, you know, I just I ate something. I say, eh? You, you did what? Ha. Huh. So I have I've learned that part time. I don't, you know, I just take... And then I get home and I sit down and I eat and we talk and then I say, and she smiles. <laughs> and then when she's smiling, that's when you should say, shall we pray? <laughs> you see, all your prayers be answered. <laughs> you know, just join hands and I agree fast. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. And then since then I've no issue. If you want to wear your black skirt, go ahead. All right. You know, you are beautiful. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. You see, when you receive God's word, there are a lot of issues in church that we don't have. I'm telling you the truth. When the church truly receives the ministry of God's word, all right, pastors will live longer. Do you understand that? Because there wouldn't be so much need for counseling. Other than, Pastor, can we agree over this issue? I have meditated on this scripture and God said this to me. God said, but I need you to agree with me. I understand your place. Can we agree over this issue? And then we agree. That's all. And that's why he said to Timothy, preach the word. What did he say to preach? The word. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. In other words, preach it when it is convenient. Preach it when it is not convenient. Because the word of God is the substance of church. It is the substance of the kingdom of God. And... If he said that to a preacher to preach the word, I believe he's saying that to you. Receive the word in instant and out of, in season and out of season. Receive the word. <laughs> That's what he's saying in other words. Amen. <laughs> that means if he says to us to preach the word, then he says to you to what? To receive the word. That means receive God's word. Take it as your own. Take it for a possession. Amen. You know, there, there are a lot of, you know, young couples in this church who are just married. Some are 
about to get married. Amen. Daniel is here and his wife. Glory to God. Huh? Can you tell me how the moon looks like? <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. So he just came back from the moon. All right. And um, you're on earth now. Praise God. <laughs> All right. So please, I'm saying this. We can receive God's word and in no time, five, six, seven years, you see people so established and say, ah, how did you do it? Yeah. You know, we went to the UK and, oh boy, that place opened up. Glory to God. Thank God for the prayers of brethren and partnership together. Amen. Awesome time. Awesome time. Newcastle opened up. We met with almost all the key ministers in Newcastle, Leeds, Sunderland, Scotland. Man, glory to God. We had been in London, you know, previously, and it was good. We had a wonderful time. And um, we're thinking about planning a major um, school of ministry in London and then bring people all over the UK. And then we, we give them God's word. Amen. I was teaching God's word. I mean, they were looking at me and said, ha, this is the word of God. I said, yeah, this is the word of God. And I taught them God's word, and they received God's word. Oh, glory to God. There was a, a white lady there who received God's word so much that she was so soaked with God's word that she, she began to weep. There was an elderly man, a white man, all right, received God's word, ran to the altar. <laughs> oh, glory to God. I mean, things began to happen. There was an opening right there. A minister came all the way from Scotland, Edinburgh. All right, and came down to Newcastle. Amen. We had ministers from Redeemed Christian Church. We had ministers from the different de denominations there. They gathered together. And the school of ministry was good. Praise God. Now, listen to this. It began with the word of God. One day, God said something to one man somewhere. And he took that word and took it home. Locked up himself. Meditated on that word. The word is established in him. Amen. And now, that word is producing. And that's what God wants to make out of your life. Let's close. Someone said, well, what about those people in the world who are succeeding without the word of God? They don't even know the scriptures. Amen. You will live long enough to see their end. Continue living. Are you listening to me? Right before your eyes, they will sleep. Some of them die before their time, killed by witches and wizards. All right, because there's no substance in them. Do you want to have that kind of success? There's a good, the, the Bible talks about good success in scriptures. Joshua 1 and verse 8, it says, This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do all that is written therein. It says, Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Good. 
you mean you want to make money and you don't have a home? You mean you want to be a millionaire and your children don't love you? Is that good success? You mean you want to have, make money and your wife is home? You have concubines outside. You sleep in Nikonogan Hilton today. You go to Sheraton. You fly to London just because of a woman there. You mean that is life? Is that success? You better look, open your eyes and see. You can be so successful that you have one wife and you love your wife. And you have children who love you and you love them. And you're such a good man that you bless people and they love you too. Amen. You are healthy in your body because God's word is preserving you. Not that they carry you today to Jamaica. The next one, they carry you to Germany. Another one, they can't be just spending money there. Is that life? Is a wealthy man. Is that, is that prosperity? But when the word of God abides in you, what they have made, much more you will make it. You will be healthy. You will be happy. You will be fulfilled. Glory to God. It's called good success. So don't think that way and say, hey, are there not people outside there who are making money? Do they know God? All right? And what we are sharing with you now is not just about money. It's about God's plan for you, prosperity. Lift up your hands and bless him. We know you've been blessed by this message. For further information and details on how to be a partner, please contact Shagul Badger Teaching Ministries on plus 234-7066-453122 or plus 234-80-601-00093. Stay blessed.